Good morning, this is Dr. McDaniel. I'm a board certified obstetrician gynecologist in New York City, and I'm bringing to you all things health related for women. Thank you for joining me at the corner today. Uh, please hit the like, subscribe, and follow buttons if you enjoy the content that's presented on a regular basis. Please check out not just the Facebook, but also the YouTube and the podcast, all called GYN Corner. And um, let's see, today I thought I would speak about vitamin D, and that's because I do uh, discuss it every visit with the patients who come into the office. I get their intake, their information, ask them if they're taking any supplements, vitamins, or herbs, and if they're not, or if they're not, if they are, but they're not including vitamin D, then I always make sure I recommend that they take vitamin D because it's really beneficial for our entire, our bodies, like overall general health. Um, I do have some notes here, so if you see me doing this, that's because I'm checking my notes, making sure I get all of the, the key features for the, the information I'm providing today. So let's see, vitamin D, uh, you can get vitamin D, everyone, I think most people know you can get vitamin D from the sun, we call it the sunshine vitamin. So you can get it from sun exposure because um, it gets converted in the skin with the exposure from the sun. And a lot of the health experts do recommend that ideally everyone tries to get 10 to 15 minutes of sun exposure at least three to four times a week to increase the stores of vitamin D. In addition to the sun, you can get vitamin D from certain foods, from animal products and from plants. Now, um, there are two forms of vitamin D. So there's D2 and there's D3. D3 is the vitamin that we get from sun exposure and from animal products, whereas D2 is the vitamin D we get from plants. And of the two, both of them are really well absorbed in the small intestine, but apparently vitamin D3 um, is able to maintain higher or to elicit higher stores. Uh, so it looks like even though they're both well absorbed, the vitamin D3 is, um, you get more bang for your buck with the vitamin D3. And let's see, um, D3, yeah, so um, there are a bunch of things that the vitamin D uh, is helpful for. The biggest one, of course, is bone strength, bone density. So vitamin D helps the absorption of calcium, and the two together, vitamin D and calcium, help give us stronger, denser, thicker bones. As children, if you don't get enough vitamin D and calcium, you'll get rickets disease, which is just very thin, weak bones. Those are the little kids with the bowed legs. As adults, if you don't get enough vitamin, or as older people, so teenagers and adults, you can have osteomalacia, which is similar. It's just thinning, weak bones. And then as we get older, um, and I would say senior age, so over 50, 55, uh, you can get osteoporosis, and that's brittle bone disease, where the bones just aren't thin and weak, they're actually, um, they look kind of honeycomb, so they're brittle, and uh, that's how the older people can get hip fractures, and you get the dowager's hump, which is the back that humps over, because the vertebral bodies have gotten brittle and weak, and they've crunched down, kind of like the, the leaning tower of Pisa, they've crunched down, and now they've leaned over because the support is poor. So that's the biggest one. In addition to that, Vitamin D does help decrease the risk of um, 
Charlie horses, so um, hypertonic um, episodes of the muscles, so spasming and cramping of the muscles. And it's also, through a lot of the research, been proven to decrease the risk of cancers. So breast cancer, um, esophageal cancer, um, oh yeah, ovarian cancer, apparently it does look like it plays a role in decreasing the risk of ovarian cancer and the lymphatic system, so lymphoid cancers like Hodgkin's, non-Hodgkin's, and Hodgkin's lymphomas, um, Burkitt's disease, all of those. So it looks like it, and predominantly it most likely um, carries that role because it's a highly anti-inflammatory and antioxidant. So we do know that most, most of the cancers are inflammatory diseases also helps decrease different inflammatory diseases such as multiple sclerosis, so autoimmune disorders, and I think most people are aware, um, since we're coming out of, knock on wood, coming out of the pandemic, that it helps boost or strengthen the immune system, and they had a lot of studies where um, people who had really good levels or adequate and above levels of vitamin D um, did not get the flu, and decrease the risk of severe responses and side effects and symptoms from getting the coronavirus. In addition to that, um, it looks like maintaining good vitamin D levels also helps um, boost or strengthen or support serotonin. You know, serotonin is called the, the feel-good hormone. So um, a lot of the antidepressants and anxiety medications we have available today um, chemically help to support and increase concentrations of serotonin in the brain, whereas vitamin D helps to, to increase the production of serotonin through the intestinal system, and it helps decrease seasonal affective disorder or the moody blues, not the band, the moody blues during the um, fall and winter seasons. And then I guess lastly, as far as the benefits, um, second to last but not least, it helps decrease risk of cardiovascular disorder, predominantly through the anti-inflammatory, antioxidative aspects, and because it does help uh, improve the blood vessel, integrity of the blood vessels, and decre decreases the formation of plaques. Uh, so it decreases the risk of heart attacks and strokes, and last but not least, it looks like it helps improve cognitive function. So it helps decrease or slow the um, downward spiral of um, mental health, not mental health, but um, mental clarity, mental function. So Alzheimer's disease and cognitive decline from dementia. So let's see, um, there are several foods, animal and plant products that, from which you can get vitamin D, um, supplementation naturally through the food and to me it's always best to to attempt to get the vitamin D through natural methods so either through the sun exposure 10 to 15 minutes a day a few times a week and or through food rather than just through pills or powders um, some of the main foods that contain vitamin D the biggest category are fatty fish so I think most people love salmon salmon is a, a great option to take to intake for vitamin D. In addition to that, uh, mackerel, trout, sardines, and tuna, and herring. So the last are easy to get. You can just get the canned, and it's nice if you get the canned rather than the fresh, simply because you get everything. So you don't just get the meat when you get the canned, you also get the bones, which is a really good source of additional minerals and nutrients. 
In addition to fatty fish, egg yolks. So the yolks of eggs are really, really good because when you think about it, it's an entire being when you get the yolks. Uh, so egg yolks, hard cheeses, beef liver. Liver is really good for vitamin D. And as a side note, of course, iron stores. Uh, mushrooms for vitamin D and also selenium, which is good for cognitive health. Uh, and then, of course, there's fortified foods. So a lot of the dairy products are fortified with vitamin D. So milk, yogurt, cottage cheese, those are all fortified with vitamin D. Cereals and juices, I think most people notice if they look at their orange juice, it says it's fortified with vitamin D. And then um, butter. And um, as far as oils go, cod liver oil. So I think most people recall um, their parents would often say when they were little, their mother or grandmother would make them take cod liver oil in the winter. That was actually a very, very good practice because winter for most of us is decreased sun exposure, so our vitamin D levels can potentially go down, but cod liver oil has high stores or uh, high percentage of vitamin D, so you're supplementing it. You're boosting your immune system during a time when it's uh, much easier to get common colds and um, you're boosting your mood because you're helping to offset seasonal affective disorder. So it'd be good to either go back to getting cod liver oil in the winter or just eating fish three to four times a week. The fatty fish, especially the ones I listed because they're very low in mercury. And as a side note, of course, wild caught fish because that's always much, much better than the uh, farmed fish. I think the only fish that I've read where the farmed and the, the caught is about equal is trout. So unless you're eating trout, you should get the wild caught fish. And um, as a side side note, I found that uh, BJ's, if you go to BJ's, they have a lot of wild caught fish. And if you go to Little's, they have some wild caught fish. Uh, I would say that as far as integrity and ethical standards go, it's very difficult to trust a lot of, to trust a Asian countries, especially China. China is very deceptive with their um, marketing and their food, so they have done a lot of exposés where a, a lot of the fish coming from China, it says it's wild caught, and it's actually not. So buyer beware. And I guess uh, rolling into home base here, we're gonna. T uh, I'm just gonna mention that the recommended dosage or intake of vitamin D for adults is 600 um, international units per day if you're under 70, 800 if you're over 70, and then whether you're pregnant, breastfeeding doesn't matter. 600, but. The uh, Endocrine Society does recommend that adults take between 1,500 and 2,000 international units a day, and that's what I take. I take, on average, I take 2,000, and then sometimes I'll take 5,000 a day. If I've maybe skipped a day or two, I haven't taken the vitamin D. But if I'm good, I take it every day. I just take a 2,000 supplement, and then I get a lot of vitamin D in my diet. I eat a lot of sardines. Um, they're easy to take. Uh, I buy the canned sardines and the olive oil, so I'm also getting the um, good fats with the omega-3s from the olive oil. Uh, we have salmon about once a week, sometimes twice. I eat um, eggs, um, pastured eggs with um, 
full eggs with the egg yolks, and those egg yolks are dark orange, which means they're high in omega-3 and vitamin D. I eat those at least twice a week, uh, so I do a lot to try to keep my vitamin D levels up because I want to stay happy and in good health. <laughs> and then I guess, uh, yep, last but not least is uh, just the recommended blood level. So when you get your blood level checked for vitamin D, it should be greater than 30 nanomoles per, per liter and that's testing the 25-hydroxy vitamin D. Ideally, it should be greater than 50 uh, nanomoles per liter. And um, the estimates, research says that approximately 40 to 45% of our adult population is deficient, which means they're less than 30 uh, nanomoles per liter, less than 30 uh, for vitamin D, so that's really not good. So I hope that's been helpful information on vitamin D and why it's important for us to take it, keep, uh, keep it in our food and daily activities in the sun. Have a great rest of your day. Thanks for watching. Hit the like, subscribe, follow buttons. Bye.